0: When a radio DJ plays a truly cruel prank on this poor old lady, this listener decides to take matters into his own hands. This is r slash pro revenge. Turnabouts is always fair play. I'm not sure if this one belongs here as I was not the one actually wronged, my revenge was taken for someone i've never met and i honestly don't know if they personally got any satisfaction from it i do know what it did to the perpetrator and that it satisfied me so i'll let you guys decide like many of my tales this one takes place in the distant past before cell phones were common and before universal caller id was the norm in a time dinosaurs most likely roamed the earth Well, the 80s, at least. These things are very important to the story. Our tale takes place in a large West Coast city, known for a big orange bridge and delicious sourdough bread. I was living in the city for several months, working temporary duty for my company, and was preparing for work on the day in question. As was my custom, I was getting dressed, listening to the morning radio show on a local station. This station's jocks had started doing something called the Monday morning wake-up call where, on the first day of the week, they would make a prank call on the air to a victim chosen from writing suggestions from the listening audience. Now, doing this was actually very controversial in radio circles at the time. I've been a radio DJ in my hometown for a few years, and there are rules you must follow. One of the biggest rules is that you can't make a false or deceptive radio transmission, Like announcing an emergency sending an sos or cry for help or other such deceptions doing so is a federal offense You can lose your license and be fined or even do jail time. It's a big no-no The debate has long since been decided but at the time doing prank calls on the air was a gray area There were people who were sure it constituted a false transmission and some stations refused to do it The argument was still alive at the time this happened This day happened to be monday and the intended victim had been nominated by her husband They had experienced a power failure at home earlier in the week and the husband's suggestion was at the station Call his wife claim to be from the utility and tell her that the power outage was somehow their fault and they would have to pay for it. The station staff loved the idea, and they proceeded to call the wife at her place of employment, a local bank. The victim answered, and the prank began. Hello, is this Mrs. Victim? I'm John Doe from Area Power Company. Do you remember having a power failure earlier this week? Well, it was due to a blown transformer on your block, and we've determined that the cause is a wiring fault in your house. We may have to cut off your power until you get it fixed also you will be charged for the transformer the total cost is x thousand dollars which prefer we put that on your utility bill or do you want to make other arrangements to pay as you might imagine the woman was shocked then scared as she asked for more information having trouble believing that they were going to have to pay thousands of dollars she got increasingly more upset this egged the radio staff on The guy making the call kept increasing the pressure on her more and more eventually telling her that her power would likely be cut off until payment was made and that there might be a lawsuit after several minutes she suddenly hung up in tears he called her back and when she heard his voice she hung up again crying even harder this time the guy waited a minute and then called back again another lady then answered the phone a co-worker and he asked to speak to mrs victim When the coworker asked his name, he replied, this is her husband. The coworker cursed at him, called him a liar and hung up. The radio studio was filled with laughter. The jocks thought it was hilarious. They took calls from listeners who were all laughing and talking about what a great prank it was. They finally got the husband on the phone and he was also laughing and joking that he'd surely be sleeping on the sofa tonight. He was congratulating the radio staff on the fine job they'd done Terrorizing his wife the radio host promised the listening audience that because the prank was so funny They would certainly be playing the whole recorded prank again at noon. So be sure to be listening and call your friends I in my efficiency apartment listening to this was getting mad I was still pretty newly married and I couldn't imagine doing something like that to my wife All I could think of while the staff and listeners on the radio were laughing was that a few miles away A young woman was in the ladies room crying probably with co-workers trying to calm her down What made it worse to my mind was that the guy who set her up for this was the one guy in the world who should have had her back Her husband anger turned to resolve resolve formed a plan. I grabbed the city phone book Remember, it's the 80s and looked up two phone numbers. I called the first one You may remember that I said i had been a radio disc jockey myself It was a tiny dawn to dust station, but I knew how stations worked I knew what they liked and more to the point. I knew what they did not like I'd also done a lot of voiceover work and could sound professional as heck The phone rang and was answered. You've reached kyle radio jerk I launched my attack i began in a professional voice yes this is george smith i picked a more believable name from the city office of the federal communications commission i've been getting some disturbing calls about your morning radio show and i need to speak to your program director to discuss it the radio guy stammered uh he's not um here right now let me get you someone else. I was put on hold, and after a few moments, hi, uh, hello. This is Radio Guy Two. Um, you're from the FCC yes this is george smith from the office of the federal communications commission as i told your co-worker i've been getting some disturbing calls about your morning radio show and i need to speak to your program director to discuss it uh he's not in yet he'll be here at um nine o'clock okay well i can start with your station manager since he will need to be in the conversation as well the radio guy was breathing fast at this point started to lose all his composure oh wow um uh, he gets in at nine too i am i i can um can i have him call you he half asked and half pleaded i let out what i hoped was a bureaucratic sounding sigh very well i will expect to hear from him at nine i will need to speak to your station manager your programming director and very likely your on-air personnel from this morning I'll also need your station logs. Oh, yes, sir. I'll make sure he calls you right away. All right. Well, I'll be expecting his call. Here's my number. At this point, I gave the radio guy the second number I'd looked up in the phone book, the main number for the Office of the Federal Communications Commission. The radio guy stammered his thanks and promises of phone calls, and we hung up. I went back to the radio. The jerk disc jockey said, Uh Uh-oh the fcc is calling well, they can't do anything to me I've got a year of pre-law in college and blah 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 He continued his defiance for a few minutes and then went to commercial. I kept listening They stopped talking about the prank call. They stopped taking phone calls from listeners They stopped talking to the husband. They started playing music a lot of music I listened for the rest of the day They didn't talk about it the rest of that day and they didn't replay it at noon in fact, for the rest of the week, I listened and heard nothing about it. I was a bit surprised. I figured that they might stop talking about it for a little while, but not altogether. It wasn't until later that I realised why they went so silent. I had scared them. In my quest to get a little vengeance for that crying woman I'd never met, I scared them. But more to the point, I'd embarrassed them. And jerk this jockey had helped once he went live with his bravado against the call from the feds Their listeners knew they'd been called and heard the silence afterwards, too They were embarrassed because I would just done to them what they'd done to her And they didn't even want to admit it Now i've kept the name of this poor woman's husband a secret because i've always wished that I could meet that woman And her husband's name would be how I would know it, it was really her I doubt she's still married to the guy, but I'd like to let her know that in that place, on that day, someone had her back. And there we go. That is the end of that story I've got to say that is hands down one of the best revenge stories i've read first of all amazingly well written and structured I enjoyed that but secondly, I cannot believe that radio stations in the past were allowed to do this Look i'm all for a good prank in good nature that people can laugh at But when it's malicious like this and you're really causing this woman to go through such a terrible moment in her life I mean, yeah genuinely floods of tears She's probably thinking about the insane amount of debt that she's about to get into and the fact that she'll have no power to her hat All for what? A couple of cheap malicious laughs on the radio? Why? That's insane. And also, her own husband has done this to her. Yeah, I agree with you, Op. I doubt that they're still together, and I very much hope that they're not still together. But wow, the fact that this sort of stuff used to exist is mental to me. Thank God that people like you exist, Op. People that are going to take things into their own hands and enact some sort of revenge like this. Ultimately, I don't know what happened to this woman, so we can't say if this revenge was successful or not. But at least this radio station got a little taste of their own medicine, embarrassing them, pranking them to a good extent. But wow, what a horrible thing to have
1: So start looking in the right place with linkedin. You can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today Bad
0: boyfriend takes the walk of ultimate shame This happened about 16 years ago My friend let's call her maria had been dating a guy called oscar for two and a half years or so When she found out on the grapevine if you live in a small town, you'll understand that oscar had betrayed her He'd been to a party, got a girl drunk, and slept with her. News of his actions had spread as gossip does. The worst part of it was that it seemed that it wasn't the first time that had happened by a long shot. Well, Maria heard and plotted revenge. She invited him to her flat for a special afternoon of fun with her and her friend Vanessa. Oscar could not resist temptation, so he went. Picture the scene. He goes into the building where she lives, gets into the lift to go up to the 10th floor to get to her apartment. He rings the bell. He can hear music playing from behind the door. She opens the door and he walks in and sees that both his girlfriend Maria and her friend Vanessa are there, each wearing a sexy silk negligee. Maria is holding a blindfold and tells him to wear it. He agrees, and she puts it on him and tells him to strip naked. While he was busy, Vanessa put her clothes back on, walked out the apartment, leaving a doorstop to keep the door open, and called the lift. That's an elevator to you Americans. She then walked back in, grabbed Oscar's clothes, and threw them out the window into the car park below. She then left the apartment and went down the stairs, ringing doorbells as she descended. Meanwhile, Maria had been leading Oscar around the apartment, disorienting him and then let him out the apartments closed the door behind her and got in the lift alone, calling him an unfaithful butthole whose clothes are in the car park before the lift doors closed. Oscar ripped off the blindfold and must have realized how screwed he was as he had to walk down 10 flights of stairs, buck naked, passing laughing neighbors all the way. He collected his clothes and Maria never saw him again. You see, revenge stories like this, I just absolutely love because imagine the high and then the low for this bloke. Like, that's so tough. He thinks he's about to have one of the best moments of his bloody life, right? A cheeky threesome, two beautiful girls, his girlfriend their mate, in sexy lingerie. Like, what is going to go wrong here? Everything. Imagine walking downstairs through, like, an apartment block. Everyone laughing at you. You've got your big old, well, probably small old chebber out. And that's about that. Does it get much worse? Like, the high to the low, incredible. What fall from grace? Hey. Don't cheer on your girlfriend. Simple as that. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of R Slash Pro Revenge. I really enjoyed those two stories, and I hope you did too. If you did, drop a like on the video to let me know you enjoyed them. Comment down below what you think of both of them, and watch them all right away. No, seriously, click the fucking video, mates. Hold
1: up.
0: What was that?